Welcome to Let's Get Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy, and this week's episode is all about fetishes, kinks, and addictions. So join us on the porch for this this day topic. See you soon. Um, this episode is about fetishes. So I think that sounds pretty broad, you know, because um, I think I have a, a foot fetish because I like men that have nice feet. Um, but you know, that's just my thing. You know, um, I don't want people with hammer time, but I think there's a lot of different fetishes, you know, and, um, I want everybody to look, you know, keep it real because I want y'all to ask the goddess about different fetishes. And I want you to tell us about the different things you run across, um, in the dominatrix world, because the only thing I know about the dominatrix world is when I look at, um, what is my show? My brother is going to kick me in my face. Um, billions. And ah, heard of um, it. <laughs> he, um, Chuck Rose was, you know, into, into that life. And, um, it was pretty interesting. So, you know, um, is that something that is similar to what, um, you are experiencing or, you know, tell us a little bit more about, you know, the dominatrix world. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate being in the presence of all of y'all because um, I like talking about that. And and it's you can't really talk about this for everybody. Like you don't turn to the person in the barbershop chair and ask them, do they like to get pegged and stuff like that? Like that's just unheard of. So um, what I like to tell people, especially people who are like new to BDSM, like they're like, oh, well, I have this kink or I have this fetish. So I like to go ahead and ask people, you know, what exactly is a kink or a fetish? Because they're very similar, but they're a little bit different. So like a kink is something that, it's something sexual that someone likes to do with themselves or consensually with partner. Um, so it can bring some sort of erotic energy to like a sexual encounter, like role play and different things like that. But like a fetish is like, it has to be present in order for the person to have some sort of arousal or enjoyment. So yes, feet, uh, exhibitionists, like if you want to do some shit outdoors, like things like that, like those things, like they have, you have to be able to get like a boner or a heart or whatever like that with mm-hmm. that being present. Um, so I do, um, I prefer for men to have like nice feet. I'm all for that and everything like that. But I want to say um, when I had first, um, before I even got into being a dom, I just noticed that my personality was like kind of like, it was kind of dominant and my friends could see that as well and they'd be like oh you're always the type of person that could do that and I'm like no I really don't think that I could at that at that moment I was like somebody who was like an undercover prude like I was someone who was on the outside like oh I can never do that like that is just so fucking weird and then on the the inside I'm like you know actually want to try that like what's that like (laughs) I realized that last year I couldn't be the type of person um I had recently went back to school mm-hmm. and I knew that that was going to take some money from it and uh, in order for me to do so. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and be out with it. I guess I have been taking clients for some time. I'm just going to go ahead and be out in the open. If my friends like look at me funny or my family or anybody like that, they're just going to have to just go ahead with it. So I took the opportunity of Twitter when they had announced that uh, real the fleets were going to be going away. What's that? So Twitter had this thing, like, you know how you have like Instagram stories where you can like uh-huh. a person's profile and you can see like their stories for 24 hours. Twitter mm-hmm. had that briefly. Okay. And then they made an announcement that they were going to be focusing on the Twitter spaces so that they were going to be taking away the fleets. Okay. So that night was complete chaos because everybody was posting their nudes and God knows what up in the fleets. Oh, wow. Oh, I took that as an opportunity to post one of my foot job sessions. And that is when my Twitter absolutely exploded. Wow. I had to literally like dip that, like not go on the app because it was glitching. It was just, everything was just moving slow. And everybody's just like, you do that? I couldn't expect for you to do, you really do that. And then some people are like, oh my God, that's disgusting. And other people are like, wow, like that really takes some sort of skill for you not to get cramped up. I'm like, trust me, it's not, it's not easy, but. So you have right. to give us your, you, I, I know your Twitter feed, but you, you have to share your Twitter feed because uh, I'm sure you don't mind people visiting your, your, um, your page because I'm sure people would love to, um, you know, only the same. I'm going to put that out there. Only the same. Yeah. Visit, visit your page. <laughs> 
um, is definitely a trigger warning. The first tweet that you see is going to be me like going ham, like on my ex. That was one of my first pegging experiences. Um, and I was just like, I'm I, again, me just self-doubt myself. I don't know how people are going to take this. At this point, I knew that I needed to make some money and I knew that what I was doing, I wasn't in it for the money, even though it was a perk. Mm-hmm. It was something that I really like to do and I like to enjoy kink. And I feel like if you don't have that type of foundation where you like to do what you do, you're not going to have fun with it. It's going to reflect on whoever you have a play session with. And mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I felt free. And I'm, I'm just like, yeah. So my Twitter is twitter.com, Black Suede Pumps, uh, B-L-A-A-K-S-U-E-D-E-P-U-M-P-S. Or you can just search like Goddess Hiromi, um, literally how it sounds. And you should be able to find me that way. Um, but I, I really like what I do. I, I took a break to focus on my vanilla life, which is kind of boring now because I'm just like, damn, I miss my subs. But they still keep in touch with me. And it, it, it's really fun being a dog. Like, I, I'm not even going to lie. What questions do y'all have for me? I know it's a whole lot getting ready to come your way. Okay. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the left to the right. Ramel. Ramel, Ramel, go first. <laughs> well, as y'all know, I've done a lot of things. And this is one of the things I've done. Um, I had a guy build me a bondage uh, closet in my apartment some years ago. And I enjoyed it. I, I really did. Um, I, I made money off of it. But my question to you is, when you say a kink, because I was doing more fetish stuff, like, you know, they wanted you to wear the heels and then step on their hands or tie them up and then spank them or put some soapy baby drawers on them, leave them in the closet, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think now that I look back, some of those things could have been destru- described as a kink. It was not. To me, it didn't seem normal. Like, why did, would you, did you get aroused when you were doing it? I didn't get aroused. They they paid me, so I didn't care. Okay, that was probably a kink for you, more of like a fetish for them. Okay, okay. I, I kind of wanted to see what the real difference was. So the kink for me was doing something no, something out of the normal. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you like to do, but if you're not like coming from it, I, no, I, I didn't. That, yeah, I consider that a kink. Like if it's a fetish, it's just something that you need in order to, for you to like have an orgasm. Like, yeah, you got you got to have that. You can't yeah. bust no nut without that. Oh, yeah, I do have one fetish, but yeah. Okay, all right. You going to tell us what that is? Um, well, you don't have to, you don't yeah, have to uh, yeah you, you know, I'll tell anything. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> JB, don't laugh. Um, one of my fetishes is if I'm with an intimate partner that I've been with for a long time, I like to have him come inside. Oh, okay. creep high. Okay. You like to be feeling like what, 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 what you call that? Uh, goddess, fill me up, <laughs> cream pie. You like to be filled like a Twinkie. I'm not bad at it. I yeah, okay, right. cream pie. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Uh, All right, you next, Jay. Wow, oh, okay. Like, well, thank you for being here, goddess. Here, Romy, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm really fascinated by this because hearing what you said, you're in IT, right. Yes. So you're a geek by day and a freak by night. And that's, (laughs) that is so cool. Like you have the contrasting lifestyles. Yeah. But um, some of the jargon, my question, like, like, I don't know if you're married in a relationship or not, if that's possible to do that, why you do that. But the other thing you said, like pegging or something like that, you said, yeah. Like some of the jargon, I'm just not familiar with what you were saying stuff, you know. Yeah. And I was just wondering what some of that meant. I don't forgot half of it now, but I remember peg. You said peg one time, I think. Yes. Um, so um right. if you look at my pen tweet or anything, or if you Google pegging, you will more than likely see a woman wearing a strap on dildo, like a strap on in a harness, the dildo attached. Sometimes the dildo has like a double-sided thing, so she's getting pleasure too. But she is um oh, pretty much assuming the dominant role and <laughs> Okay. I didn't know what so that was either. The, the, I was sitting there the, like, all right. I, I, I was glad I wasn't the older one. So the uh, other thing you said that the video that went that was the one you said was you were doing something with feet. What was you doing? Yeah, uh, I was doing uh, a job, so I can make my feet feel like a throat. Like a who? Throat. Oh wow! Yeah, that's 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 what I'm about. Oh, oh, so you, are you saying? You oh, okay. Yeah. You got your feet around his thing. Yes. Like that, 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 oh, 
you, with your feet? Yeah. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> like feet. Uh-huh. We intrigued. Okay. Oh, how I'm glad I got y'all guys on here because I'm just well, like, just, Lord. you know, Kimmy, I'm just, you know, that's just, Jay, you, know, but Jay. that's different. I mean, that's different. different. I, I, that. I did not know, you know, like that. Wow. That's a lot of baby oil and lotion on the feet. I try to use a, a water-based lubricant to get like the full feeling. Cause I know that baby oil can sometimes kind of dry out. So I'll use like wet platinum and everything like for that. Um, so that's what I use. Now, when I peg, that's a little bit different. I use boy butter. Um, and I go to PetSmart and I get like the little syringes that you would, you know, like give a dog medicine, like if they had to take with it medicine. And I insert that into you prior so that when I insert myself into you, my dick is already coated. And we don't have it, it, it makes the easing in process a little bit easier. Oh, damn. Always put a on your toys too. Like, yeah, wash them, thoroughly dissect them, um, you know, disinfect wow. them and everything. But I put a condom on all my toys just yeah, I'm just really that clean. So oh, I'll, even though I'll it can get a little bit change, I thought I thought you would change them every time, get a brand new one. Um, you say boy it. butter wow that's, yeah, boy, that's, and that's the you, name of it boy butter that's the exact name of it it looked like country crock or like some sort of lady lakes uh butter it's in a tube <laughs> like a butter tube like something you know how you put your old leftovers in it looks just like that okay so man wow. am i the only one that's like a novice to hearing this no, no, I don't have any no. idea. That's what I'm saying. I'm I've like, never so heard any I'm, of this look, jargon. Look, I'm look, uh, uh, goddess, I'm thankful because, like, you are like filling my head up because I've never heard any of this. So, okay, Keisha, <laughs> all right. Um, well, thank you for being here. I am um learning. Um, <laughs> how do you ease someone, or how do you get someone if this is their first time and they want to experience that? What do you do? How do how what? That's a good process. So I go. How you break them in? Before, (laughs) before we even meet, I have a vetting process. So that usually occurs when somebody sends me a tribute. That means you want to have the conversation. Does not mean that we're going to work, but that is in order to get my attention Mm -hmm. uh, via DM. We can have a conversation that way, or I can do like a video chat. I have no problem showing myself on camera, except for today because I'm in vanilla mode. You you do not want to see how I look. I'm. <laughs> like no, I got I, I'm I'm really in grind mode and trying to get this certification. But um, usually when I talk to someone, I ask them if they have been with a dom before. Um, that process usually goes into that they're like, yeah, I've been with someone. I asked for for their reference. I'm like, do you have a video that a dom is currently sharing online on their profile, or it, it, can I go ahead and DM that dom if you give them the the name? You know, because I want to know who you have been with because this world is scary. But the absolutely that, that's going on on the world, you really need to know who you're dealing with, and you really don't know a person even after meeting with them. Uh-huh. Once that ice is currently broken, I ask them, you know, hey, have you been with a dom before or have you, do you use a dildo actively? Mm-hmm. And if they tell me no, I ask them, well, do you use a butt plug? And they're like, no, well, actually, this is someone that something that I actually wanted to try. I never did it before. I'm like, aha. Okay. So we have identified you haven't been with the person and you haven't had a dildo. And both of those things, even though that they sound kind of painful, there are different levels of pain because a regular stand-in dildo is going to be different than me putting force behind a dildo as a person. And that's definitely different from you using a butt plug. So I usually try to tell people, hey, if this is something you really want to do. Go ahead and get you some nice lube. Go to the sex store. There's a Tokyo Valentino where I'm at here in uh, Georgia. And use your butt plug. Get the smallest one. Please don't take it you know, I had to go to the hospital or anything and wear it, for like four, wear it for like four to six hours a day, just to see how it feels. You want to do that for about like a few days. And I would say maybe like after a week or two weeks, once you feel comfortable, then you can go ahead and gradually go to another size dildo, um, butt plug, anal plug. And they usually sell them individually or in sets of three. Um, if the customer or a client has already done that, they're like, oh, well, you know, I take dildos. I'm like, what's the largest that you've taken? Oh, I can take it by eight inches. I'm like, okay, well, mine is 10. So, and the, the length is... <laughs> <laughs> Bring that over here. 
this is really like the hardest part. Yeah. It's the fact that not only am I lengthy, I'm girthy as well. I'm about two and a half to two, two and three fourths of an inch of girth. So it's just like, not only are you going to have to fit me lengthwise, but widthwise, I'm going to stretch you out. So I need to know if you, oh Lord, oh. <laughs> if you are, because I'm like, okay, so how do you usually do those? Do you sit on it? Like, is it your riding? Do you put it oh in the wall, God. like as a suction? Like, tell me the process. And even though it may seem a little bit uncomfortable, like, damn, you're really like dissecting what I do. I need to know if you're going to be prepared for this because my style of pegging is a little bit different. Um, and I try to make sure that I adjust per the client because everybody is not going to want no hard thrusting. I mean, shit, you wouldn't want nobody coming up in you like if they scooting up in a chair 40 miles an hour. So it's just like, you have to really get to know your client. And I think they need to be, they, they better take that screenish form seriously. <laughs> you really do. I had a, I had a, um, has been an emergency room. <laughs> I had, listen, I had a pegging um, promo that I did last year called Mary Pegmas. And I had gave away three different, um, three different uh, one hour sessions. You can have any type of session you want. Everybody wanted pegging for some reason. I'm like, all right, whatever. And one of my clients, as we're doing like a video, he's just like, ooh, ooh, this, this is a lot. Like, stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, you know, are you okay? And he's just like, yeah, but he was just like, this kind of hurts. And I'm like, well, you told me that you were used to this. He was just like, yeah, I told you that I used a, a dildo. I was just like, so you have not been with the Don before? And he told me no. And I'm like, that is something that you should really be telling people because when I peg, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with like some of the porn actors. I'm Wesley Pipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got. <laughs> and I, I am all. I am also mixed with a little bit of Prince Yeshua, a little bit of. I give my tenderness as if I'm. Uh, what's the name of the guy with the glasses? Um, he was one of my favorite star skin guy. His name is coming at my head right now, but I, I can't really remember it right now. But. In some cases, wow. when I really started like going ham, we weren't even pegging for five minutes. And I'm like, this is something that you need to know because you don't, I don't want to hurt anybody who I have a, a client with or anything. And in one of my other videos, like I'm having the guy's legs up, like I'm putting my knee on the back of his neck like, and I'm like going ham. So it's just like, hey, you need to know, you need to be honest and I tell all my, my clients is don't don't try to be like somebody who think they could take a hell Mary be, just because you took an eight inch dick, meaning that you could take a 10 inch. Like that does that's not that's not appropriate. I, you wouldn't any, want anyone to do you like that. So absolutely not. Mm. Okay. Celeste. Oh, and his name is Justin Slayer. Why did I remember him like after? But yeah. But yeah, I'm I, I talk dirty and all that, and I'll be like, wet my dick up like a drive-by and all this other crazy shit. Like I'm I'm very vocal. <laughs> And I make them get Mel taking notes. Mel yeah. taking notes. She making me want to go back into doing that shit again. I told you. Make, I told I you, them. Mel taking notes. I threw away my box of dicks, though. So you need to get that back. Um, <laughs> I um, I make them suck my strap on cam, oh, and it's kind of like it makes me feel powerful. Yeah, yeah. And I use the blackest one I can find. I want a black one. Mine is like pink. It's like a fluorescent, fluorescent yeah. pink. I want a really black one that's really veiny and really girthy. Yep. Yep. Celeste, question. Well, before today, I thought I could be a dime, but I don't think so. That's a you lie. can. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like the whole, um, like you said, the talking, talking dirty and being very aggressive and being in charge. I, I like that. But I don't know about no pagan and all that other stuff. <clears throat> I don't know if I could do that. You you know what? Like I would say find your niche because not all doms peg. Um, I know in one of my sessions, one of them just wanted to be spanked. And I have a fly, mm-hmm. so I use that too. Um, some people like they're into sissy training, so they'll wear like a maid outfit. What's that? Sissification, mm-hmm. where they are very emasculated. Um, they wear f- female or feminine presenting um, mm-hmm. items. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a lot of slave and chore work and it, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of their kinks don't involve like sex. I mean, generally, like when I have a client, um, I don't have sex with them or anything unless like they're my partner, like for a relationship, but I would have him run errands for me. Like sometimes we'll go out in public and he's wearing some of the outfits that, 
you know, he would probably wear in the house or not around anybody else, but he would clean my house. He would fix me food, like different things like that. And it's fun. And they get off of, they get off to it and they pay me to get off to them wearing those types of clothes. And, um, I think in one of my videos, I had one of them like wearing a maid outfit and like a pink ski mask and he was tying my shoes and stuff like that. I can, I can definitely do that. So I was a little confused on the fetish and the kink also, but mm-hmm. I don't know if this is story time, but you know, I always have a story, y'all. So <laughs> I, I was dealing with this guy and he just gradually kind of brought it to my attention that this is stuff that he liked. And I thought I would be okay. Like I said, I thought I would be okay. And he comes out, he comes out with this, you know, his whole um, mask thing on, his ball in his mouth and 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 you know his little <laughs> nipple claps and everything and he gave me something to whip and with and when i tell you i'm gonna whip the fuck out of him because he was like whoa whoa oh lightly damn it what the hell? <laughs> because it was my first time and i thought this was like kind of uh i was like yeah hey. <laughs> Look, as long as everybody honors the safe word, I say have fun. There are so many yeah. ink and BDSM is just such a big umbrella. And there's so many things that you can do under there. Like you can have somebody be used as human furniture, meaning that they would be like a table or a chair. You can sit on them as long as you want and like do regular shit. Like it, it's so much fun. Like there's plastic play, there's edging, there's wax play. Like, um, like so explain some of those um, that you just named. Okay, so um, a lot of kinks require either like sensory and sensory and heightenment or deprivation. Mm -hmm. So when I would do wax play with someone, it's someone who likes a lot of heat and want to experiment with a little bit of fire. I try not to go ahead and do too much of that because I'm like, oh, that's a little bit dangerous. But a lot of people like hot wax to be poured on them. Mm. Uh, Uh And body too, um, especially if they are unable to get, get away. Um, there is rope play. Um, there is, that, that's kind of fun. Um, you can tie people up, uh, shout out to Solomon Abrams. Cause he is a rigger where he ties, uh, some of his clients up. Some of them are suspending and hanging from the ceiling, which is, like, wow. Mm-hmm. He, he's a beast. Um, uh, I want to say edging. Okay. So edging, uh, what I usually do with edging, you are bringing someone to the point of orgasm, but you are not letting it get away. Uh huh. Um, generally when I do that, I like to go ahead and have someone tied up and then I like to either give a hand job or a foot job. And then like, I would put my finger over the uh, urethra mm-hmm. and I'm still stroking and everything like that. You're not able to come. And I'm, I'm making sure that you're not able to come. Wow. Or either I'm giving you to the point that you are very hard and then I'm locking you in a chastity cage so that you can't use your penis. Whoa. And then I'm a kind of key, a key holder in that aspect. Wow. Um, wow. There's one. Wow. <laughs> there are people like there are some no-nos that everybody has hard limits. Um, I like water sports. I don't mind peeing on you. I have sold my pee before. That's not a problem. But when it comes to scat. Oh. Yeah. When it comes to scat, I, I don't Maybe do go back because let me tell you, it's hard right. time right now. Everybody can sell their pee too and get some money. I've sold my pee. I've <laughs> sold my old house slippers. I've sold my used panties, like, you know, sweaty from the gym or anything like that. Like, you can sell those things to people online or you can sell them like discreetly. Like, hey, like, I've sold my like house slippers, like stuff I run around the house for like 50 bucks. I've sold socks for like 25. Like, someone would want, and they stinky socks like i'm talking about i went to the gym five days straight with the same sock and i've sold that for like a hundred dollars or depending on if you just want a sock that i wore just one day i may sell you that for 25 you can really negotiate your own prices when it comes to when it comes to pee i get one of those like little medicine bottles that are hard to open and i put my pee in there and i'll probably sell that for like 50 dollars for two ounces wow we in the wrong business they love that. They love that pee, that water play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. CG, your turn. Do it, yeah. <laughs> your question, CG. I wasn't ready for today. <laughs> oh, sweet, I wasn't ready. Um, no. Uh, hmm. I guess uh, I did. I did have like a couple questions. Uh, I've only met. I've got one friend who's a dom, who's a dominatrix. Um. And one thing I've found is like, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of black people in this. I mean, I I don't know how your experience is in Atlanta, but I haven't met a lot of people out here. So like, dang, I'm I'm 
How is your clientele? Like, are you dealing with a lot of a lot of black That's men? Book? That is a really good question, um, because when I first started out um, and especially when I was just like, let me just do some test runs. I noticed that there were a lot of women who looked like me, um, especially online. And I'm like, you know, how am I going to make that? You know, how am I going to stand out? Like if everybody around me who is a dom is white or when they think of a dom that's black, they think of um, Ronnie from the Players Club during the bachelor uh, party. Right. So (laughs) I was just like, you know what? Um, As I started putting myself out there and started looking up words like femdom or femdom, like financial domination, I started seeing like more people of color who look like me outside of that. And I'm just like, okay, like, so people are really out here doing that. And I have a dom, shout out to Lafari. She is my mentor. She told me that I need to use that to my advantage because not a lot of people are comfortable with opening up about their kinks or fetishes in the first place. And when mm-hmm. they can identify with people who look like themselves, it'll be easier for you to get clientele because this is someone that they would feel comfortable talking to. And it won't feel like it's a stranger atmosphere. Like, yeah, again, you wouldn't go up to someone at the bus stop and tell them how much you want to get edged. Like it's, it's, it's just not heard of. So the fact that people can come to me and I'm very personable, as long as you follow directions and then they can come as a sort of safe space. Yeah, I'm going to offer that for you. Yeah, it, it gives me more money in the, long, in the long run because I feel like you're able to trust me. And that is the basis of BDSM is based on trust and consent. If you don't have those two things, you can really hurt yourself or the other person. And you are sharing a sort of part of them that they're not sharing with their wife or their spouse or whoever they're dating or their friends. Like these, this is some stuff that they take to the grave. And oftentimes when I take, when I, uh, talk to my clients. They're like, yeah, I can't talk. I could not tell my wife about this. Like she would divorce me in a heartbeat. Or I've tried to talk about this with my friends and my friends, they know I have a foot fetish, but they laugh about me, um, about it. So the majority of my in-person clients are Mm African-American. Uh, they are young. Um, the oldest client that I had, I want to say he'll be 51 this year. The youngest, I want to say he'll be 21 in a couple of days. Um, And my virtual subs, uh, they're online. The majority of those are Caucasian. And a lot of them don't live in the Atlanta area. But they told me if they did or if I happen to fly out where they are, or they'll come and fly out to me, it'll be on and popping. Um, the clients who I have virtually are the nastiest. Because I can tell them what to do from the comfort of my home. And you're going to go ahead and do it. Um, and one of the instances, I had made cookies and... Uh, my sub loves chocolate chip cookies. And he was just like, I don't want one. He was just like, but I don't have any cookies. And I'm like, well, what do you have? And he's just like, I have a honey bun. And I told him to go come on it and ate it. Yo, I've heard some crazy stories, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like yeah. iPhones are the nastiest. Like, <laughs> what, what'd what? you say? What he said white folks with the nasty. Oh, oh. They are. You know, but yeah. but I've been hearing a lot that uh, a lot, especially from like, um, I mean, from my friend, she's like, there's a lot of there's a lot of black men who are, you know, who are subs now, too. We just don't yes. hear about it. They're not they're not very open about it. No, the majority of the people who are my clients, <clears throat> they are engineers. They are former SWAT. They are rappers. There are people who in their vanilla life get to tell other people what to do and how to do it. So when they come and they meet somebody like me who they have to submit to, it's it's definitely a turn on for them. And they get a thrill out of the fact that they are in this sort of subspace because they're normally not this person when you see them regularly. So why do you think men as far as like within the subspace? Because, I mean, it's easy for a man to, you know, come out here and say, you know, I'm a dom or whatever. That's that's nothing. But when a um, when a man comes out here and he's like, you know, why do you think there's such a big barrier with men admitting to be in their sub? Do you think it has to deal with like them questioning their sexuality? Um, not so or are having other people question it. I was going to say that I was going to say maybe because other people are questioning sexuality. Usually when people hear that someone is getting, especially a man is getting tagged, they're like, oh, well, you're gay. This person is gay. I don't want to date a bisexual man. I'm like, this person is sexually attracted to women. <clears throat> their prostate massage. That's the only thing. As long as you are not doing something with the same sex or thinking about someone of the same sex when you're doing it, you are having heterosexual 
relations with someone. Like you're not gay, like in my opinion. Um, and even if you are, that really don't bother to me. I'm an EOP, mm-hmm. equal opportunity pegger. So if you want to <laughs> that's fine. But um, I think there's a wow. place that, you know, people will think that they are gay. And having that information out about them, even though we live in a society where it's, you know, it's okay to come out. Uh, not everybody is okay with other people coming out, especially when it comes to their loved one, or if it's going to jeopardize the dynamic of their family based on how somebody thinks of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well. Wow. Thanks for clarifying uh, the sub, by the way, because I heard it enough. I was about to ask. Then I, the submission, then yes. I said, okay, that's the sub, because I was thinking substitute teacher? What, what's going on now? I do have oh, a question. Oh, no, teacher though, uh, here as the teacher, as a teacher. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah listen, uh, the, the, uh, is it ever to the point where you could do it full time? Like, is it, is it that, that lucrative? Um, it is, it's a very lucrative business as long as you were consistent, like just because you put in your Twitter bio that you are a dominatrix and, you know, you show your feet and you got your middle finger up or you occasionally like spank someone or tell people to give you your money. That does not make you a dom. Like you really have to go ahead and study what you are doing. You cannot half-ass it. And being part of a dom, you never stop learning. If you think that you are a dom who knows everything about kink, you're not going to progress far because right. it's going to keep everything. getting freakier. So uh, leaning into that. So is there, um, where do you get your training? Is there a group? Um, or do you all get together and, and, um, I really you know, learn or have- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that's a good question. Um, I actually started when I started looking on uh, Twitter and I decided to, you know, come fully out about it. Um, when I started looking at doms who were a little bit, who looked like me, I started just actually going out to them. And I was just like, like, Hey, like, you know, how did you get into that? Sometimes some of them don't want to be bothered. Others, they they will gracefully welcome you in. Um, I tribute them because that's just a matter of respect. I'm taking time out of your day. You know, I wouldn't want someone to just get free resources for me and not give me anything for it. Um, but before I, before I got into the Twitter space with it, I would go on, um, I would go on trist.link and make a link for myself, like an advertisement in order to solicit clients. Um, As far as learning more about BDSM, I was shadowing other doms who were already in my area or people who were already in the BDSM lifestyle. I would go to swingers parties. If you ever see somebody with an upside down pineapple sign or flag, they are a swinger. They are very into that shit. That's an identifier that you will know that they are part of that lifestyle. Um, places down here, um, Tokyo Valentino, um, the one on Cheshire Bridge, has a dungeon uh, in their facility. So it's a sex shop on one floor. And on the other floor, there's like a private rooms. There's a dungeon. You can meet a lot of people there. Go to trapeze. And that's how I met some people there. So not only am I gaining clients, but I'm gaining people and resources who are already invested in this lifestyle and they're giving me the ropes as I go. And then I'm looking online at different things, looking about how the human body works and why we respond to kinks this way. Are they related to trauma? Are they hereditary? Which actually there's a, there's been a study that kinks actually are. So whatever you're into, your mother or father is probably into that too. So there's different resources. Some of them you have to jump in as far as like learning and being willing to learn and being in a space of like humility. Like um, sometimes I used to ask subs, what do you look for as far as a dom? And a lot of successful doms have also been in subspace to be able to identify as how a sub in order to learn how to treat them um, because every sub is different. So I leaned on looking at other doms, male and female, because there are a lot of male doms out here who have a lot of female subs and men subs too, Um, and uh, resources online and just um, going to a lot of like kink events and seminars and stuff like that and sex parties and shops and stuff. So I have, a, I have a question. Um, I don't know if we covered this already. I'm sorry if we did. What was your origin story? Was it like a like a personal relationship with, you know, somebody that that you consider a sub or was it like another dominatrix that, that you know, introduced you to this? Two parts today. So when I was 22, introduced, um, I was in a relationship with a PK and that's a pastor's kid, preacher's kid. 
And I noticed that he was very, he just came, he just had like a lot of feminine energy. And I'm like, Lord, is this person like gay? I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're not even making a move on me or anything like that. Is it something how I look or anything? But he would literally worship the ground that I walked on. He is the type of person who would take off his suit jacket and let you walk over a puddle with it. And I had never been treated that way. Mm-hmm. And due to my toxic and toxicity and my past traumas, not getting the help that I need, I automatically assumed that this man was a fruit. And he was not. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> I mean, you've never been like treated like this before. And I'm like, no. So he identified he introduced me to FLR, which is female-led relationships. He liked to be the person who stood back and let me take authority. He liked for me to be put on a pedestal and to be worshipped. And then I mean when I say all aspects, this man would like cut my food and and feed it to me with a fork. Like he wow. would, like he was very into that. And he introduced that t- sort of lifestyle to me. And he was just like, I don't know if you are kinky or anything like that. And back then, like I was fucking, but I wasn't like in the BDSM world. So I was just like, it was very new to me. And I decided to look in more about it. And I was just like, okay. I'm like, well, everybody who would normally look at you would think that you would be a simp. I love simps. Love me a good little simp. Simp over me, okay? Worship me. What, what, what's the simp? What, wait a minute. What's that one now? What's that one? So, well, people will be like, oh, like someone who would like really dedicate their all to women and feel like they have no self-control, like have a backbone, be a man, or you've a simp that they'll think of somebody like that when they think of somebody being a, in a, a female-led relationship because they're not really taking the authority or the dominant uh, role of being in a relationship. Like it came to the point where I was making all the decisions. Like I decided what we were going to eat today. I decided what you were going to wear, what you weren't going to wear. I'm deciding that you are going to finance my lifestyle because I'm the woman. And a lot of men were like, you let your girl do that. Like I couldn't be me and everything. And I'm like, yeah, well, it couldn't be you. So, um, <laughs> and then right like, now. a couple years ago, I- I'm on clubhouse heavy. And I have a, a club called the Trap House where I actually met a really good group of friends. And we are friends to this day. And I had went on a date. I was telling them, I'm like, yo, I'm about to go on this date with this dude. They knew that I was in a relationship. Well, I was talking to this dude. And I went down to a brunch place called the, the Real Milk and Honey in Atlanta. And the dude stood me up. And was really unapologetic about it and everything. I called him like I'm dressed up in heels and everything. Keep in mind of the things that I'm telling you right now, because it's going to come up later in heels and everything. And I'm going and I'm, I'm outside of the place and I'm, I'm an emotional person. I'm a Leo, but I'm a sap. Um, I started crying. And there's this guy who's just like sitting on the bench with his kid. And he's just like, you know, like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I brushed him off like typical like New Jersey person, like just being rude. For no reason. <laughs> I put my name on the, regist- the registration list because I still wanted to eat shit. I came out like all this way for nothing. You're going to stand me up. And he was just really trying to talk to me. I'm just showing visible signs that I'm not interested. He was just like, well, I don't want you crying. Like, what's your name? I was just like, I told him my name. And he was just like, your feet are gorgeous. And I'm like, it's not really the type of shit that I really want to hear right now. But OK, thank you so much. <laughs> Um, he was just like, I don't want you to see you crying where you stood up. And I was just like, yeah, I said, I came all this way for nothing. I don't live on the side of town. He said, well, you can come and eat with us. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to impose. Like, I'll, I'll just sit in the corner or wherever and just eat. He was just like, no, I insist. And he started telling me where, you know, what he did for a living. And he was a pastor in the area and everything like that. He said, you know, this is my son. His son was like two or three and I'm eating with them. I'm having the time of my life. He's, he's very sweet, very charming. Takes care of the bill, everything. Let me order everything I want. He's just like, you know what? Well, you don't have to go. Like, you can come and watch movies with me and my son. And I'm like, I really don't know you to be like coming with you, like in the in the middle of nowhere. And I really don't know you like that. So I'm just gonna have to pass. He said, Oh no, my church is down the street. Keep in mind of everything that I'm about to tell you. Oh wow! Was like, like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Um. He was just like, if you don't, he says, actually across the train shafts, if you don't mind like driving us over there, it was like literally like a 30 second drive. I drove us there um, after and he was just like, I wanted to get you out of those hills because, you know, you've been walking around all day. He was just like, you know, you're gorgeous. I'll just give me compliments and everything like that. Blah 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 blah. So he was just like, do you want to watch a movie? It's the three of us. We're in the church's like lounge area. And I was just like, sure. He was just like, I'm going to put on one of my favorite movies. You're going to love it. He said, have you seen The Equalizer? And I'm like, no. So at this point. In church? Hold on. A <laughs> he takes his kid 
it, he was just like, you ready to go take a nap? And I'm like, well, he's not sleepy. He was just like, I'll be right back. He put the baby in like the church's nursery, like down the hall, like literally like scoop this little bo- this boy up and then put him in the nursery. The boy was not asleep. And I'm sure he's probably confused, like, what the fuck is going he on? He used to this. So, <laughs> while he's going, I immediately text my friends like, hey, if anything happens to me, I'm at this church <clears throat> with this man. They're like, why the fuck are you in the church? You were just supposed to go to brunch. And who was he? I'm like, look, like this is his Instagram, da 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 da. Um, it, it's always good to go ahead and send your location wherever you at. Absolutely. Definitely my location to them. So he came back and he was just like, you know, like make yourself comfortable and everything. So we're on this church couch watching the equalizer with denzel washington and everything like that and he was just like your feet are so pretty and i'm like what the fuck is he saying and he was just like can i take off your shoes and i'm like that's a really strange question to ask somebody he was just like well do you want a massage and i'm like oh sure uh so i'm trying not to be like kind of awkward i let him take off my shoes and i'm watching the equalizer and then all of a sudden i feel something wet Hmm. and i'm like I'm trying to like, you know how you look out of your peripheral without like actually trying to look over. <laughs> this man had half of my foot down his throat. Oh, foot sucker. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even talking about like one toe. Pastor. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pastor had taken In my foot and put it down his throat. And then he started smearing like the bottom of my feet, which was wet as fuck, like all over his face and everything. And I'm like, oh, wow. okay. So like I, I told him to get on his knees. I started trampling him. And um, I started stopping on him a little bit and everything like that. And he was really getting off. Like he's jerking himself and um, doing like a trampling foot fetish, foot worship session. And he had reached over into one of the desks. And it happened to be Vaseline and a towel in there. And I'm like, is this planned? Because how how was just the the utensils and the everything that you need just readily accessible? It wasn't his first time. So <laughs> that's the only answer. So I took pictures of it because I'm like, nobody is gonna believe that this shit is happening to me. No, they not because he didn't had all the parishioners rolling through doing the same stunt. I took my I turned my my sound off and when I had the picture, I'm like, please don't let this flash. And I took the flash off and I just snapped a quick picture. Um, as if I was just going through my phone and everything like that. And then like he came. And then like he's he wanted to take one of my toe rings. So I like gave it to him. I'm like. Okay. And he was very, very, like very lethargic after it. Like it was just like one word answers. He was very soft-spoken. I was just like, are you okay? He's just like, yes. Like one word answers, very monotone. And I'm like, okay. He was just like, so I'll I'll see you like next week, I guess. And I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) You see me next week. I said, you're going to work out a price and all that other stuff too. And then since then, like he was the person who, as soon as I came to the door at the church, Church, mind you, I, I went home and showered. I prayed. I was just like, oh my God, I feel mortified. How the fuck did this happen to me? But then my black ass is over there four days later. And like <laughs> at that point, he's taking off my, my sneakers with his teeth. And like I'm stepping on him, kicking on him, and we're doing a foot worship session. And he is having the time of his life. And even though I wasn't doing anything like promiscuous, that's something that I would have to really explain if somebody were to walk in on us. And we did it for a few sessions until he got really needy. And I was just like, yeah, I, I got to go. I really didn't feel comfortable during in the church. Um, but yeah, I was just like, yo, I'm not going to believe what happened. I'm over here today. And they're like, yo, stop seeing this man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I can't. Like, the money too good right now. And I'm like, you know, this is somebody from the church. And they're like, yeah, somebody from the church. You should not be doing that. And then I'm like, you know what? But I, I, that day I was just like, yo, if I can do that, ain't no limit to me getting this bag without me having to take my clothes off. Oh, no shade to people who take off their clothes off in the sex industry. But if I ain't got to do that and I could walk away with some money and I could feel liberated and we're both getting an enjoyment out of this. Oh, let's go. And, and from that point, I just started to go ahead with it and do different specials and stuff like that. I was more consistent. And then I wanted to get into like, pegging and other things too. Cause I was just like, you know what? The girls out here are doing that. Let me just see what it's about. If I don't like it, I don't like it. But at least I can say that there's something under my belt. I, I Let me ask one question. You, go ahead, Jack. I mean, Keisha, you had a question, didn't you? Yeah, I was going to ask, um, I know you are dumb, but have you ever been a sub to understand what they go through? You know, sometimes, yeah. Um, 
I have not since being a dom. I have not been a sub as far as that. And I look at it as something that is now beneath me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I, I've had like subs like playfully say, you know, I can't never. wait for the roses reverse. And I'm like, well, that will never fucking happen. Like I, I really take offense to that. But um, I would say in my past relationships, especially vanilla, the men were more dominant, even though that I showed my dominant side. And I, I I just felt like I wasn't really happy in those relationships. And now with me being, I mean, domin- being a domin- uh, domination, you're considered a sex worker. I have had some of the most like pleasant interactions, even with situations that haven't worked out because I actually feel free. I feel happier. And I like being a dom. I, I do have a switch side to me. So there are some instances like in some positions or different types of scenes where I can display a role of submission, but it is very quick and it is very brief and only a select person can get that type of side out of me. Um, and usually I'm in the dominant role after that. So <laughs> now, one last question, one quick question. Um, so does this interfere with your um, regular relationship with the person that you are in a relationship with? I, that's a, that's a good question because I know like when people hear like, oh, you do that or I, I couldn't do that. Or, you know, sometimes people look at me and they're like, oh, I can never be with someone like that. I now let people know up front, like, hey, this is what I do. Uh, this is what comes with it. If you don't feel comfortable with that, I completely understand because I, I I believe in giving somebody the opportunity to to let them know, hey, if, if, if this is the, this is who I am. And right. when people show you who they are, you need to go ahead and believe them because I ain't finna stop for you. This is something that I was doing before you. So um, the guy that I'm talking to now, he like, oh, I don't look at you when I look at that. But he's a foot fetish person. Oh. And he he's really into that. And like the guy, like a couple guys before him, one of them is a major sub. He is a Marine, um, my ex-boyfriend. And uh, when you look at him, you would not think that he's the type of person that be into that. But he is very submissive to the point that... Wow. He, hey, he Marines are crazy. Wow. We all crazy, so I ain't even. Wow. I'm not even shook. <laughs> but um, anybody else, they've been actually cool with it, and they're cool with the fact that I'm really honest with them about what I do, and especially since some of them reach out to me through Twitter anyway, like to get to know me. So it's just like you see what I do. You you see what I do to people booty holes on a regular. You know, that's what I was gonna ask you earlier, right? thinking about it like has it ever w- went too far but it's kind of like a three-part question that's what i was gonna ask you like really 911 had to be called but then two have you ever just like in your vanilla life because you said vanilla life saw somebody like the freak flag accidentally waved or anything like that and you just like y'all knew like you could tell and then the other part i wanted to ask you was uh, just sound like to me regular fucking just is not gonna do it anymore like when you do that do you get a nut too like does that what brings you to orgasm? I mean, like, just I know regular fucking just ain't gonna do it. Don't sound like it anyway. No, no, it's not. It's not even like that. Um, but uh, when it comes, there's a lot of questions there. I'm sorry, my attention span is like. I know. I'm sorry. I know, right? No, I, it's, I it's not your fault. It, I, I can remember earlier. <laughs> I just want to be sure that I answered all of them. But when it comes to regular sex, I love regular sex. I just want to be with the person who's just as nasty as me, and that's hard for me to find. Um, because oh, wow. I'm into a lot of shit, and then when it, I, I, you know, you want to be free. Like sex should be something that you should be having fun, and it should be enjoyable. Um, so I, yeah, I still do missionary. I still do doggy and everything like that. No, I'm not behind anybody when I do that. I like to be the person that's in front sometimes, but sometimes yeah. I like to throw it back. I don't want you to do anything. Let me do the work. So that's where my dominant side comes out and stuff like that. Um, I, I pretty much like to do it all. That doesn't interfere. Um with anything i make sure that i definitely get an orgasm and i actually make sure that the person that i'm with actually gets this first um before i go mine but then it's just like a when you're dealing with someone who's as nasty as you it's just like neck and neck because you're both trying to make each other come which is amazing but um, right right like like what i'm saying is like the guy your boyfriend would he have to be almost like a sub or could oh, he no. just be a dude that's you like you can't put the strap on with me babe i'm just like you know yeah like the you can't put the strap on with me that kind of guy could you date that kind of guy is what i'm saying you know so the dude that i'm talking to and i told him i'm like yo you 
interested in like making content and everything when I get back into doing it he was just like yeah he said nope you ain't strapping me I'm like I I know I'm not going to be strapping you so he he is foot fetish foot worship so he will be into doing a lot of things like that a lot of trampling um and foot job foot worship different things like that like in some of the well I know in some of the things that we've done like I've sat behind him and I gave him a foot job from behind my legs are kind of long and he likes nipple playing and stuff like that and that's what gets him off and stuff like that so I'm doing it at the same time yeah I'm, I'm dominating you yeah I'm behind you 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 don't really feel submissive but I'm taking control of this of the situation because I'm taking control of your nut when and how you you're going to orgasm how hard you're going to come to me so um, but yeah, like the guy that I'm into now, he, he don't want to be pegged and I ain't going to force him or anything like that. I don't be looking at him like, Hey, like bend over, but I be sliding his ass and everything now and then. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. question for you. Um, and I think Jay was alluding to this. Has it been a time where a situation went terribly wrong? Not yet. Um, okay, so that's good. That's good. That's good. So and knock on and knock on wood. Uh, thank God. Um, no, I have not been in a situation where I've had to go ahead and call someone or have them go to a hospital or anything. Um, I also tell myself that you need to go ahead and flee and not eat before you meet me. Cause we're mm-hmm. trying to have no accidents or anything like that. If that water ain't clear, then, then you need to go ahead and handle that. And of course, with my aftercare, I clean them all up. I get the wet rag. I hold their legs up like I'm changing a diaper, clean them and all that other shit. But um, (laughs) but I haven't had any accidents. And I think that had that situation where the the sub had not been with the dom, I have a feeling that if I would have went forward or if I wasn't responsible enough to stop, when I knew that he was hurting, even though he didn't use a safe word with me, which I tell people and I ask, what's your safe words so we can know? Because I don't like people to go ahead and try to take pain when they know that they can't. Um, had we went further than what we were trying to do, I have a feeling that he would have had to go to the hospital because of how hard it I was like throwing it at him. Oh, wow. Damn. Well, this is a whole new um, world. I'm so glad we did this episode. I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy this. This is really um I'm going to say educational because you went through a whole lot. And um, I probably a lot of people are going to try to contact you too, Goddess, because honestly, I think it's what people preference is. And um, it's nothing wrong with it. Um, I think that you're, it's, it's a business to you, but also it's pleasurable. But you're very honest about what's going on and informative. And you can't get no better than that. You know what I mean? So people know exactly what they're getting into. You you know, it's, it's truth to light. So um, in closing, first, I want to thank you for being here. And I want to make sure that everybody has all their questions um, expressed now before we close this up. But I want to personally say thank you because this was an outstanding episode. So before we um, shut it down, um, team, y'all got any final words for her? I got one I'll question. Start, okay. <clears throat> I think we danced around it, but we never really talked about it. The safety issue for you. Like, I know you talk to them and you try to find out who they are before you meet with them. But is there ever a time when you had to just walk and get out because you didn't feel safe? No, but one of my clients, um, it was a a ass worship session that I did. And I kept my hoodie on and everything like that. And um, my my uh, gun had uh, fell out of my hoodie pocket <laughs> and we both kind of looked at each other. We kind of both kind of looked at each other like, uh, what's this? And I'm like, and then he, kept, I'm like, whatever, keep going. Like I, I went ahead and smothered him while I was just trying to go ahead and rearrange myself. Cause you know, I, I, I keep that thing on me and I try to uh-huh. make sure that I, right. I, I text people and I call people, send them a picture. Hey, this is the, the area I'm in. This is the parking space. Uh-huh. This is my location. And they know me. They're like, all right, well, if you don't update us after the session ends, you're going to go ahead and do a search party for you because we don't play that shit. And the type of oh, people right. that are out here nowadays, you can wow. never be too careful. Good. I have had people reach out to me via DM before I even had a session asking, mm-hmm. Hey, have you been with my husband? Or, you know, has my boyfriend contacted you? And it's just like, oh, this, this is the type of crazy shit that I gotta be with. I go ahead and disconnect completely from the client. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I don't, I'm not one of them thick people who be like, well, I'm gonna take your money back. No, I'd, I'd rather you have it. Here you go. Your wife just called or your girlfriend just called or she's making tweets about me. I don't know what I'm about to walk into. It's not worth it. Absolutely. You can never be too okay. careful. And it's been instances where people were like, hey, this is my man's ass. Have you seen it before? And I'm like, now why the fuck do you think I don't know that ass from another one? Like, it's just a lot to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and in closing, if you ever have a little baby class, are you going to teach? I do mentorship. Just baby. I, I want the baby. I, I, I don't want to wipe no ass or no shit like that. I don't want to do that. I got <laughs> you. My, my mentorship course uh, covers all sorts of um, areas of BDSM. We find okay. out your niche and where you want to go, how you want to market yourself, and what we're going to do to get there. Okay. Wow. I want to make lots of noise. And, and you know, that's a really good fun. idea. Like, look, when, um, every time I put an episode, I like to put the person's information. Um, but, you know, we're probably going to talk offline. Um, and we're gonna see if we need a little little um starter class, a little like you know, like a little starter jacket or something. We'll have a little you guys have class. been such a great help to me. So what I will do is uh Kim, I will go ahead and send you a PDF uh, file of what the class entails. Okay. This is just like a starter pack for baby dons. We go into more explicit shit and more depth when we either meet online or in person, but you can go ahead and share that to everybody. I would want you to have that because this is it was amazing talking to y'all, and I want y'all to. Oh, and if you ever wanted to, if you aren't comfortable doing it now, but want to reach out to me, my link is always in my bio. And the second portion is where you sign up for the mentorship. But I'm about to go ahead and send this over to you right now so you can get it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Anybody have any other uh, final thoughts or or questions? CG, JJ? Oh, no, I'm just like, wow. Uh, I never look at the IT department the same again. (laughs) Oh, you can, man. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though. Man, he gonna be calling IT very, tomorrow. Very, I got a problem right. with computer, please. Hey, no wonder y'all can fix shit. Yo, y'all, nerds y'all, and geeks y'all, are freaky, man. Like, what? I'm saying, like, y'all are beasts for real. But uh, no, I, I, it was very enlightening. And, you know, it was just it was. educational. I mean, I, I did learn, and I'm, you know, thoroughly impressed that you know, just how polished you are about yes. it. I mean, you, you, you're Thank very you. knowledgeable. I mean, because, you know, the first thing coming to my mind, Dom, I have really had a chance to talk one and, you know, like, you hit a man in the balls with a bat. You know, but it's more... <laughs> that too, but yeah. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of crap I've heard. You know, and I'm saying, <laughs> no disrespect to nobody that, that does that, but it's just interesting, and I'm glad you share it with us. Uh, mm-hmm. I did. I learned a lot. You know, I really did. I was like, wow. Thank you so much. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna share my story. I got a story about meeting somebody to do that. No, uh, tell I, us. Hurry up and closing, Jay. Tell us in closing. Okay, real quick. We was on the phone and we got to talking and stuff, and she had been drinking, and she she was like, you know, I want to tell you this story. You know, she started telling me a story about this guy she ended up meeting, and she's like, yeah. So we went to the hotel room, and she said at first, you know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, she said, but. Uh, he came in there and he was like, you know, ripped my shirt off and threw me against the wall. And she said it was the best time I ever had. Yeah, I guess she was a sub, baby. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. sounds like to me. Yeah. And she said that made her have an orgasm. That's how she busted a nut and it was got rough. So she decided to go into it, you know, and but that's what she does. She physically, you know, beats the guys like, you know, they want to get punched in the face. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's telling me stuff like that kicked. You oh. know, just be physically, you know, I'm looking at her like cock and ball towards. Yeah, yeah. I just what I was. I was like, okay, don't put your hands on me. I'm just telling you right <laughs> now. We gonna go twelve goddamn rounds. I promise. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, I, I I just know that it's you know all kind of people out there that have fetishes, and thank you for the clarification too between a kink and a, a fetish, though. Mm. Yeah. So, nice if any of y'all guys. have any questions or anything, please don't Love hesitate me. to reach out to me. I'm very friendly uh, and personable. I got yes, a lot going are. on right now, but I will make sure that I will at least get a chance to talk to you and answer whatever you need. Or I, I, I don't care what it is. Y'all have been really great to me, and it's definitely an honor to be in the presence of each and every one of y'all. Man. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. You. Thanks for coming. We All appreciate right, it. Um, and in closing, guys, make sure that... Um, you know, you follow her on her Twitter page. Um, I'm going straight to Twitter right respectful, now. Always um, <laughs> keep in mind that, you know, this is a professional woman. She cares herself so, and she is um, always to be respected. On this platform, we we honor and respect what you do, Goddess, and we thank you for coming on here and sharing and enlightening us with um, 
just knowing the difference between fetishes and I don't know all all the things. I I got so many things going around in my head, but um, it's a lot, and I think that um, it's interesting because it makes you say, "Hmm, you know what? What part do I like? You know what I mean?" So I'm gonna just I'm just gonna put it out there. But thank you again. So join us um, every Wednesday when we put out a new episode. You can catch us on our social media pages. Um, let's chit chat this is on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So have a good evening, and we'll see you next week. You as well. Thank you, guys.